This is Think Smart with TMFG, your weekly podcast of what's newsworthy and relevant to everyday Canadians. With your host, Senior Financial Advisor Rob McClelland and Mike Conan of Asante Capital Management. Today on Think Smart with TMFG, Mike and I will be discussing investing is not gambling. Mike, we're here doing another podcast. Believe it or not, this is our 215th podcast. We're headed towards 250. Um, we've got uh, subscribers joining us every week. It's, it's amazing what we've uh, been able to accomplish. We do typically one a week, so it's, you know, we're over four years of podcasts. Keeps us busy. It does. So this was, the subject for this week's podcast was from an article that was written in the Globe and Mail at the end of May um, entitled, Are Gambling Ads Harmful? And the comment, the end, and the end thing was, you bet. Yeah, this is one I always take serious. It's one of my, I, I'd say, things that I've I found the government have really messed up on. And, you know, even I think it's taken my, my hockey hero and lost a lot of respect for myself. You know, I, I've been the great, biggest Wayne Gretzky fan uh, since I was 12 or 13 years old. And I watch all these gambling ads and it's really brought my... You know, I love Wayne Gretzky. I thought he was the greatest Canadian ever. He never did anything wrong. He was this perfect hero of Canada. And all of a sudden he's promoting gambling. And I don't have a clue why. It's interesting, you know, you look at his career and he's, in my eyes, and I've been there, you know, we're, we're the same age. He's done everything right the whole way along. And suddenly this one is, holy jump. When I first saw him promoting the gambling, I was, I was stunned. I'm like, what? What is going on? Does he need money, or <laughs> I guess that and, California and, and lifestyle? Maybe he needs the money. Maybe yeah. he needs the money. In this country, we're always trying to do the right thing to make sure young Canadians are protected. In fact, just this past week, we're now going to make it mandatory for kids under 12 to wear a life jacket on a boat. It's hard to believe that it wasn't mandatory before that, but. Yep. You know, unfortunately, some young child died, and so they're coming out with a new rule. Um, what are some other areas where we've tried to do that? We restrict um, the advertising of, of tobacco, cigarettes. You can't even see it in the store anymore. They're not allowed to show you anything. It has to be behind closed doors. So that's been a good move, I think. Kids can't see what uh, – there's no temptation when they walk into the candy store or in the back back uh, of a convenience store. It's all closed in. And I think that was a good move. And, and we've seen that happen over the course of our lifetime, right? I mean, there used to be ads for cigarette companies all over the place. You go into a store, you could see all the, all the cartons of cigarettes lined up. We restrict the advertising of alcohol. Yep. It's considered evil. Do you remember the days when you had to go into the store and fill out the number to get your bottle of booze because there was, it was just a plain counter? Yeah. And I think Rosso up north like that was there to about 20, 25 years ago. It was still like that. Well, and I, would, I remember going into the store in Tier with my dad and, you know, we'd fill out the paper and he was a vodka drinker and he'd just write it down and, you know, he knew the guy behind the counter by his first name. Yeah. And he just hand him the piece of paper and this, you know... The vodka brown come out in a brown paper yep. bag. In this province, you're not allowed to drink until you're 19 years of age. 
You're not allowed to buy tobacco in this province until you're 18 years of age. We do these things because smoking and alcohol consumption can be addictive. Yep. And are generally considered addictive, especially in large amounts. What's going on with the sports gambling? What's changed? Well, there's been a massive increase in gambling companies. And I guess what was going on is they've been becoming so prevalent in some of these offshore nations, I'll call them, that don't have any rules around or restrictions around gambling. People were able to gamble online. Previously, it was using uh, cryptocurrency uh, quite a bit because they could deal in crypto markets. There was no taxes or no gambling laws. So people could open up internet accounts and do this online gambling. So that was the start of it. And I guess what happened was they saw how big of a business it became and the government figured they could get in because it's uh, and throw some regulations on it. And I guess the idea was to make it safer for the person rather than have your information and go on a cryptocurrency to some foreign person, keep it in the country where they can charge taxes and a lot of taxes on things. And the money was leaving the country. So from, from that end, you, you understand it a little bit. How big a business is this in Ontario last year alone? Uh, just in this province, $14 billion was spent on sports gambling. Unfortunately, what I've seen is it's transferred over to the games themselves. You can't watch a sports broadcast. You can't watch a sports news update with about, without them talking to gambling. You can't even listen to a podcast without a sports gambling ad. Even all of the people I listen to, you know, on sports radio, all they're doing is talking about the odds for tonight's game and where you should place your bets. It's completely changed. It takes a bit of the fun of watching a game. You know, uh, much as you're, you're discussing, it, it's not only the, the game's results that they're betting on. They're betting on everything that's going on in the game. So during the game, they've been on the over-under on the amount of touchdowns a quarterback would score, the amount of yards a running back can get. Uh, they're betting on who's going to score goals, if there's going to be goals scored in overtime. There will be bets on the coin toss on games. All these things, bets are happening during the game. And it becomes a very addictive part of the game. So I feel what you have is kids nowadays – that can't be involved in sports because there's a limited amount of people that are going to become athletes. Like we all want to be an athlete, right? And it turns out both you and me, neither one of us are going to be Never athletes. So right, the closest thing we can do to compete in a sports competition is maybe bet on the results of what's going to happen. So I think it's become really an addictive thing for people who really love sports, who want to be involved in the games, but not a good thing. Well, we talked about Wayne Gretzky. We've seen lots of other Superstars, you know, the, the greatest hockey player on earth today, Connor McDavid, out promoting sports gambling. Uh, Austin Matthews, our hero in Toronto, out promoting sports gambling. In fact, there's over 75 different companies that are fighting to gain your attention. So there's a lot of this going on. And Let's go back to, are, are, are you and I against gambling? Are, are we against Vegas? Even Vegas has changed. Vegas isn't so much about gambling anymore. It's more an entertainment city, if anything. What I'm really upset about is all of that advertising is being directed at kids from 10 years old and up. Yeah. And 
kids are pretty smart these days. It doesn't take much. You know, the, the first question on some of these gambling sites is, are you 18 years of age? They just tick yes. Yeah. Well, I watched my son. He he's loves sports. He's a sports fanatic and he's, he's pretty informed in most of the stuff. And he started uh, when he was uh, earlier than 18. But again, there was these sites that were offshore and they were based on cryptocurrencies. So you'd fill a crypto wallet with a hundred bucks and you'd go and gamble and all this stuff. And it created a whole bunch of excitement. And I watched him go on for a year and he actually did pretty well. There's a few things, a few big games that hit and he ended up turning a hundred dollars into like a thousand dollars. And he was doing really well. Then he moved to the more normalized gambling sites as he hit 18 was allowed to use them. And I think last year's NFL season and hockey season uh, cleaned him out. So he ended up uh, losing all his profits and uh, he only had $100 net put into it originally, but he saw it go up to about $2,000 on a maximum. And then in a year brought it all down. And I asked him the other day, you gambling anymore? He goes, no, just not worth it. So he, he, you have to learn your lesson somewhere along the way, but the worst thing for a gambler is to start off as a winning gambler. So what is the concern about gambling? Um, and we're going to come back to why that relates to investing. But if we just look at gambling, when things get difficult in someone's life, they're going to turn to gambling to try and make a quick hit. You know, you get behind on your visa bill. You can't make your minimum payment or whatever it is. Oh, but you know what? I can put $20 down or 50 or $100 down on tonight's game and I'll be fine because I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good at guessing who's going to win tonight's game. Now, you know, who's going to hit the most home runs in the home run derby? I can guess who's going to win that. Yep. Probably not. Yeah, because you have to outguess the professionals. And that's the, it's not just guessing. These numbers are, are put out by these companies. They don't plan on losing money. None of these, and we don't have the stats on that, but I'd love to see out of that 14 billion that got invested or that got put into gambling over that uh, last year, how much was won and how much was lost, right? That, that's the amount bet. And how much did those 75 companies make in the process? Yep. So we also saw this even in the investing world with, you know, when we went through COVID and there was a huge push towards robo-advisors and it all sounded great. You know, you've got robo-advisors, they're going to put your money in a diversified global portfolio at a ridiculously low fee. And why would you use a financial advisor? And unfortunately, these robo-advisors soon discovered that their fees were too low. They couldn't make a profit. They certainly couldn't afford their advertising. So what, did they, what have they done? They've turned their websites into essentially gambling sites on stocks. Yeah. And so now you go and you can bet on crypto, you can bet on meme stocks, you can bet on NFTs, or you can just even bet on Microsoft and gamble and hopefully be a big winner. I think this is a really poor lesson to be teaching our kids. And anyone even in their early 20s, you know, you're starting your first job and you know, let's say you're making $40,000 a year or $50,000 a year and when you're out working full time and suddenly you're putting away five, you should be putting away 5000 maybe $8,000. Instead, that $5,000 is going to, you know, $100 a week in, in sports gambling. It, it's funny. They say money doesn't have memory, but money that comes from hard work seems to last a lot longer than money that comes from flukes. There's something attached to that. 
The only way that I see people make money and keep money is make it from working and doing the right thing. Whenever money comes to people, even when you saw these crypto millionaires pop up, they seem to lose it very quickly. They take the money out and just blow it on stupid things very quickly. Even the people that were smart enough to get out before the falls and everything happened, they lose the money. When money comes from working people that have jobs and earn it and really care and have had to put blood, sweat into getting that money, they have a value to it and it sticks around. It becomes part of their retirement, part of their life. So we know gambling's not okay. So what's the solution, you know? And this is where this article by Picard was, was really helpful. He actually came up with some ideas that, that really make sense. Number one, just like tobacco and alcohol, stop the ability for these companies to promote and advertise. It's gotta disappear. If you're going to allow it to happen, it needs to happen after 11 o'clock at night, at least. And that's not saying the kids aren't up till 11 o'clock, but there's less chance that they're available. And, and get it out of social media. It shouldn't be on social media. It, it, if, it's, if we consider gambling, just like, like we don't see beer companies advertising on social media. You don't see tobacco companies. Why? It's restricted. You Why know, are we letting gambling companies do the same thing? It's funny, you know, within our business, we're not allowed to open uh, an investment account for any, anyone under 18 years old, right? They have to be in trust for because the idea is that anyone under 18 cannot legally be responsible for uh, signing paperwork and they can't legally understand if they lost money. So if they went and bought uh, an investment that went down, they couldn't have understood what it was. So you can't go and uh, sign a contract. And when you watch, uh, I know they put the rule in there, but they made it so easy to get around the rules on gambling. Uh, and within our business, there's no getting around the rules. And again, they, they don't have anything for people with mental capacity issues. You know, you have people that are gambling that really don't understand money or understand losses or understand the odds on anything. And they don't give you a mental capacity test before you go doing this, right? And some people wouldn't be allowed to run their own, uh, their, a lot of their own stuff in life are out there gambling on accounts and losing money that meant much of it is government support, welfare money. All this money is coming in from government welfare is going and being put in rather than buying food and, and shelter for these people is now going to these gambling sites, which yeah. is ridiculous. I mean, you know, lottos are one thing and, you know, and we promote those, but that's at a whole different level. You know, you're buying a couple of lottery tickets. It's not sports gambling. It's at a whole different level. Other solution ideas. Um, one, restrict the use of athletes. And, and, you know, whether it's entertainers or athletes, they shouldn't be able to promote this thing. It's just, it's just wrong. Because, you know, if we see an athlete promoting something like a sports drink or something, we're probably going to go out and buy that sports drink. Well, particularly an active athlete. I mean, Wayne Gretzky's one because he retired. Conor McDavid's still playing the game. Yeah. I mean, he's affecting the odds on things. How can you be advertising for something you're actually affecting the odds on? doesn't make any sense. Um, we should probably be putting more money into edu educating today's youth about investing and about the pitfalls and, and the advantages of investing from an early age. We shouldn't make it the government responsibility to look after Canadians in their retirement. It's a personal responsibility. We're not a social country. Well, we're, we're not a socialistic country. It, <laughs> we're somewhat social. Like, why do kids in school have to take calculus and not have to take basic finance? 
Like what's going to help you more in life? I mean, uh, of course, calculus has its purpose for certain things, but why are you forcing kids to go and take a calculus course rather than a basic finance course to understand how investments work, how savings work, how all this works? They, they don't have that. It, it, I'm, I'm sure it's offered in some schools, but it's not one of their more popular courses. So unfortunately, the way I see this ending and something to be done about it is once there's an issue. And that will probably only happen when something bad happens, just like the life jacket scenario. A child, 11 years old, died because he didn't have a life jacket on, and finally something was done. And we'll probably see the same thing happen with gambling. Someone will take their life or lose their parents' money or, you know, start stealing to, to you know, support their gambling habits. And eventually the government will step in and end, end this craziness. That brings us to an end of another week. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart with TMFG. been listening to the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.